Oh, uh, hey, man, this is, like, Harlan Williams, dude. Like, what's up, Broseph? What's up, Brosh? Uh, hey, everybody, this is Harlan Williams. You are rolling down the Harland Highway. And I want to welcome you. We have a great show uh, for you today. I'll be your host, as always, as if it would be anybody else. Is there anyone else named Harland? I don't know. Uh, but speaking of names, we're going to be talking about names. We got a call from a uh, pavement pounder who has a very unusual yet cool nickname. So we're going to get into get into that with uh, with the uh, phone caller. Also, um, some very cool news about a new product I have, a new comedy album. I'm going to talk about that off the top of the show. Uh, and I'm really excited about it. Something you can uh, you can purchase and enjoy. And it's really awesome. So I'll let you know about that in a minute here. And then uh, a crazy news story, man. Oh, my God. This one is, it involves a drunk guy. It involves waffles. It involves, it's sleeping. It involves, it, it's, it's just, it made me laugh. It's, it's a hilarious, uh, hilarious, uh, crazy news story. And then at the end of the show, I'm going to play one of my songs. Me and my cousin Kevin from the Bare Naked Ladies have a band called The Cousins. And I've, I found one of our oldie but goodie songs. Going to play it for you. So let's go. This is the Harland Highway. <laughs> Put on your seatbelts. It's about to get bumpy. Oh, how perfectly awful. I get my kids above the waistline, sunshine. I know they take the bandages off. We don't know who we are. We don't know where we are. You're riding down the Harland Highway. Let us out of here! Please! Let me tell you. You're starting something here that... That's what you should be frightened of. Oh, fuck yeah, bud. Just leave us alone. Sit down, strap in, and shut up. What's going on? What's the matter? I thought maybe if I could kill him, I could make him stop. My mother never breastfed me. She told me she liked me as a friend. Who are we? This is the Harland Highway. What? It's the Harland Highway. It's, it's a cookbook. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. So I wanted to start the year off with, with some new product for you guys. Uh, you know, for, for ye old pavement pounders. <laughs> um, and, and when I say new product, I mean, you know, something to make you laugh. I, I know the podcast is free, unless you're a premium member. Um, but uh, the podcast is totally free, but... Um, I wanted to hit you up with something that's uh, really a passion of mine, a big part of my life, been a whole part of my career, uh, is my stand-up comedy act. And for those of you who have seen me live, you know that a lot of my act involves me interacting with the crowd. I, I obviously have my preset act and jokes that I've written and, and all that stuff, but I love to go off, off the book, so they say. And uh, just just spritz. I love to ask people what they do and where they're from and wherever wherever the storyline may lead me, whatever the audience gives me, I try to just go along with it and improvise. And uh, it really it's a blast. The audience loves it. I love it. It's it sometimes it's painful because it doesn't work, and I just eat it big time. And then other times it's just like uh, it just flies. It just everything clicks, and and 
And the, the thing I love about it, man, it just puts me on the spot. I kind of set myself up. You know, I ask these questions of people, and I know the only way out of it is to come up with something funny in the moment. And so my brain just, I'm, I'm just alive up on stage, and my brain just sometimes it takes over for me, and it, it finds things in a split second that... Before I went up there, I, I, I didn't even know existed. Now, that being said, sometimes it doesn't work at all, like I mentioned, and sometimes it really clicks. So what I'm talking about is my new digital download album. It's called Crowd Control 4, and it's my fourth volume of this, and it's just a collection of all the best moments. There's a few, maybe a few bad ones, but I try to put most of the best moments of me working the crowd that's why it's called crowd control, and uh, I tape it. I tape it right there. I put my recorder on the stool at the club, so it's got a real, like, real live club feel. I don't use like high end like recording equipment. I just kind of keep it really organic and real, so it feels like you're right there in the club with me. I don't want it to sound too produced. You know what I mean? So I. I just kind of keep it raw and real, and it feels like you're sitting there in the crowd, and uh, that's why I call it crowd control. And uh, and so um, what, what I'm getting at here is that my new crowd control, crowd control four, is now out. Uh, I just released it. This is the first you're hearing about it, and I'm I'm. It's only three dollars because I don't want to live in a world where people get overcharged for stuff and charge fifteen or twenty dollars for my an album. Like I want you guys to go out and get it and not feel like, ouch, that that's a commitment. Like just three dollars that helps cover my costs, and the uh, album's almost an hour long, and it's just. Uh, it's just, to me, it's the purest form of comedy because it happens in the moment. You can't script it. You can't write it. You, it just has to happen. And so uh, I'm going to give you a little little taste of it right here, and, uh, and then we'll come back on the other side. This is just a quick little maybe 30-second, uh, 40-second clip of an interaction that happened at one of the clubs. Have a listen. <laughs> You got it, baby. You got a sexy voice, man. What's your name? Mimi. Mimi. Oh, that's kind of selfish. <laughs> I got a Chinese friend named Yu Yu. You want to meet? So there it is. There's there's just a little sample of of you know what happens, and the other thing that's kind of dangerous about about you know crowd control is that sometimes your your brain gets at your your mouth gets ahead of your brain or vice versa, and and you know you're up there trying to survive. When you're a stand up comic and you're up there alone with a spotlight on you. And there's 400 or 2,000 people in front of you waiting for you to be funny. Um, hello, does, does, does the word pressure ring a bell? So sometimes you have such a hair trigger reaction. Sometimes you'll say things that might not be uh, polite. Sometimes they may be blue. They may be weird. They may be bizarre. They may be sometimes you just 
you just go with with the first damn thing that pops into your head and you don't you don't necessarily have time to filter it or think about it and that's what i love about it because sometimes i just i after i say something even in my head i'm like wow where did that come from man so uh anyways what i what i want to do is encourage you guys to get the album it's at harlanwilliams.com okay and you go right on the home page of my website and you'll see a brand new button for it, uh, Crowd Control uh, 4. And there's a purchase button, and it couldn't be easier. It just goes right through uh, to a menu that asks you if you want to use PayPal or you want to use a, your credit card. And you just type in your info, you hit click, and they send the uh, digital download right to your email. It, it says, what email do you want this to go to? You, uh, you put in your credit card info, and like 10 seconds later, it's right there in your email box. And you can download it uh, onto your computer. You can listen to it in iTunes, whatever format you want to listen to it. So it's super easy. It's super cheap. And it's I, I, I'm hoping you'll just love it and have a lot of laughs. So um, before I stop talking about it, I want to play you one more segment that's on it. Now, this is a little longer. And this is more of a bit, and the premium members got to hear this a few weeks ago, okay? The premium members were ahead of the curve on this because they're premium members. So that's the benefit of being a premium member. But the this is a clip where it's not so much crowd work, but it's a bit that I made up right in the moment. Um, I really hadn't pre-planned it that much. Uh, I was doing some shows in Portland, Oregon, where there's a lot of bridges. And I kind of just opened my show and I started rambling about bridges. And I didn't really have this this material worked out. It's the same kind of technique where I started with the word bridges. And then I kind of, like I said, I'm, I'm panicking. I'm drowning. I'm like, oh, my God, I set up this premise. How do, where does it go? How do I get out of it? I've got to be funny in front of these people. And so this kind of meandering bridge bit just kind of turned into something that, that ended up being kind of funny, but I just kind of made it up in the moment. So it's, it's probably the only bit that's not as much dealing with the audience, but um, the whole rest of the album is just me going one-on-one with the audience. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you pick up Crowd Control uh, 4. And um, I'm really uh, proud to bring it to you guys, and I hope it uh, brings you a lot of laughs. And for $3, I hope it's in your price range, okay? So here's the last bit from Crowd Control 4, and then we'll uh, move on into the rest of the show. Here's me doing some funky stuff about bridges. <laughs> I don't like violence. I don't condone violence. You look like you might like to kill, but not <laughs> I, uh... I don't do drive-bys with guns. I don't like to kill, but I do like to poison. And uh, I like to carry a blow dart with me. And if I see someone walking down the street, and I'm in an Uber or something, I just you know crack the window like that. You know, and then stick my straw. Take out a homeless guy. Right? Just, you know, yeah, fucking do. That's right. But I'm like, you know, I do the math. Like, that guy doesn't have a home. That guy has nowhere to go to. So, 
<laughs> okay, if you're gonna laugh. Uh, you're on a date, let's say. You got a uh, a lady that's a little too chatty, huh? Likes to use the words a lot, huh? Oh, really? Your dad's uh, got a new truck, huh? <laughs> Who likes their drive-through for free? <laughs> That's right. You order at the little fucking speaker. You drive around just as she hands you the bag. <laughs> the fucking face. And if you're lucky, the drive-through freak has fucking zips, and your poison-toed blow dart goes right in one of their fucking zips. Not only do you knock them out stone cold uh, poison. But you get to pop a pusser. Okay, I was on a bridge today, bro. It's unavoidable. This town's crawling on fucking bridges. Right? I'm on a bridge. I'm walking across. I see a pigeon go under a bridge. A fucking bird. This thing could fly anywhere on planet Earth. It could land on a beach in Tahiti. Order a fucking Pinot Colada and get covered in level four fucking sunblock, right? This pigeon goes under a bridge. I go, unacceptable. I crawl under the bridge, risk my own life. Get right underneath and the fucking metal girders come eye to eye with this pigeon and I go, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> I backed up and went on my way. <laughs> I know, I had to tell it. I had to tell it. <laughs> I saw a guy standing on the bridge. There's a guy, a lonely guy. We all get desolate. We all get lonely. There's probably many here tonight that came here as a last resort before suicide. Many of you, I can feel it. Many of you are probably like, you know what, I want to fucking end it. Yeah, I know it is sad. That's why I'm not talking about it, man. My comedy's real. But many of you in this crowd, most of you sitting further in the back, lurking in the shadows like Count Chocula's heart bubbles. And you're like, maybe I'll give it one last shot before I say bye-bye. Maybe I'll have a few giggles, a few chuckles before I fucking end my life. It's a suicidal town, we all know it. That's why you're here to have a giggle. You think they built these bridges just for cars? No. They built these bridges to cull the herd. They did it by design. Right, man? You know what I'm talking about. I see you reacting harshly. You know someone who's jumped off a bridge, I can tell. You do, don't you? Mm -hmm. It's okay. We're all dealing with your pain. But here's what I did, gang. You're going to like me for this. I know this was hard to hear, but you're going to like me for this. I'm walking over to the club tonight. See a guy standing on the bridge. And I approached him very gingerly. Walked up and I said, It's not worth it, bro. Death isn't the answer. I said, You could jump off here into that river 
and land on a fish and kill it. I said, I like fish, bro. Would you mind walking over there and jumping in front of that bus? He's gone, but I saved the fish. So there you go, crowd control for $3 at harlandwilliams.com. I hope hope you dig it. All right, Raj, uh, let's move on, buddy. What Do we, do we have any uh, voicemails we can uh, listen to? Okay, cool. Let's switch gears and let's go right to a uh, pavement pounder uh, voicemail from the Harland Highway uh, hotline. Play it, Raj. Hey, Harlan. I am responding to your question of the day about uh, people mispronouncing your name or hearing it wrong, whatever. My name is Abbott. It rhymes with rabbit, shmabbit, whatever you want to call it. But if I had a nickel for every time that I meet a new person and they mispronounce my name, I'd be a trillionaire. I don't even know how to go with that. But anyway, no, I've gotten everything from Habib to Rabid to uh, Rabbit. So I literally have adopted the name Mr. Rabbit. I'm just a rabbit that eats carrots. Forget my given name, Abbott. I'm just rabbit. So, uh, yeah, believe me, I feel your pain, buddy. Thanks. Chicken chow mein. Chicka chicka. Chicken chow mein. Hey, what's up, Doc? You know what? I, I kind of like the rabbit one, man. Uh, you know, I, 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 I can detect from your voice that it's been a kind of a source of aggravation but it's kind of cool because you know with when it comes to girls you know girls love fluffy little rabbits so when you when you say yeah just call me rabbit you know i mean that's like girls love fluffy little rabbits and i don't know if you know this bro and this is like you know this might be a little more kinky but i i've heard from many women that the vibrator of choice for women is called the rabbit. Yeah. Um, This is just something I've heard over the years from a lot of women, and many women have a vibrator, and I hear that the the, the quote-unquote rabbit is is the one. So you've got like a uh, double-headed advantage, pardon the pun, with, with the ladies, with the nickname Rabbit Man, like first it's cute, and second it probably reminds them of being pleasured. And then you know, if for as far as like being a macho dude and having the name Rabbit, I think it, you know, I think if you got a tattoo of a of a rabbit, you know, like you ever see that cool tattoo of the woodpecker with the cigar in his mouth? You know, I think it's like a racing decal or something. But uh, I think if you got a cool tattoo of like a like a a a kind of a buff rabbit with a shit eating grin and a cigar in his mouth and maybe like flexing a bicep and a little sailor's hat on or something something like kind of grungy and tough, like it's I don't know, it's I think it's kind of cool. And I can just hear it, right? You're like, yo, rabbit, you want to go catch, uh, you want to go hit a movie? You want to go, uh, let, let's go out and grab a beer, rabbit? You know, it's kind of fun. 
I mean, if your nickname was Hedgehog or, or Sloth or something like that, I don't know. No, Unicorn. That's a little iffy. You know, I don't know if you want your buddies calling you Duckbill Platypus, but Rabbit's kind of, you know, mind you, Bugs Bunny. It's, mind you, Roger Rabbit. It's, I don't know. I, I think there's something cool about that. It's kind of like, it's kind of fun. So that's my two cents worth, bro. Um, I say uh, use it. Um, um, you know, go with it. Be a be a rabbit. Man up and be a rabbit, damn it. What's up, Doc? The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. I think you're crazy. Okay. Here it is. Crazy news story. Um I love this one. This this one made me laugh. Check out. Here's here's our crazy news story headline, all right? Waffle House customer in South Carolina cooks his own Texas bacon cheesesteak melt as employee sleeps. <laughs> ah, for those of you that don't know what a Waffle House is, they're like they're like little truck stop diner type uh, places uh, dotted around the USA. They're basically like a, it's like a counter and a couple of little booths, and they they pretty much only serve breakfast: waffles, bacon and eggs, uh, raisin bread, grits. It's I I love them. I go to them whenever I'm around one. I pull in and go to one. They're they're small. They're intimate. They just have one clear little menu, and uh, it, it's awesome. So here's the story. Uh, what to do when you have the late-night munchies? Go to a Waffle House, of course. Yeah, because they're open 24 hours, right? Uh, what do you do when the late-night Waffle House staffers are asleep? Cook your own meal, of course. Yep, that's what happened when South Carolinian Alex Bowen ventured out in West Columbia at about 3 a.m. on a recent night, and the culinary adventure has garnered him a job offer from the beloved chain. <laughs> oh, my God. And just to prove to you that I go to Waffle House, okay, this this ambiance you're hearing in the background, I actually recorded this on my cell phone at a Waffle House in Florida. So this is actual le- legitimate Waffle House background uh, noise. So I, I sat in this Waffle House and had a waffle. So th- this, this story is really legit. Okay, let's keep going here. The 36-year-old told a local TV station that he waited for 10 minutes at the register in the empty eatery, at first noticing a worker sleeping in a booth. Quote, I walked back outside to look for employ- employees, Bowen said. No one in sight. He then, quote, walked back in and waited a few more minutes, and then it was go time, he told the station. As I was going around the corner, I saw the sleeping employee, and they looked tired. They were sleeping. Gee, good good of you to do the math there. They looked tired. They were sleeping. I was like, go ahead and rest, fam. I got this, Bowen said. Oh, there's me in the background. Listen. 
I was, you could hear me talking to someone there for a second. I, I can't believe I'm interrupting my own bit because I'm getting interrupted by, my, by myself. But that was me talking to the, to the cashier or the, wait, the waitress, I guess. <laughs> this is getting too real. Maybe it was me, okay? Maybe it was me that cooked my own meal. No. Okay, so let's keep going here because this is fun. Uh, the Army Vet... Okay, he's an army vet, so we got to give him a little latitude here. The army vet later posted selfies on Facebook of himself behind the counter. They quickly went viral. Quote, got hot on the grill with a double Texas bacon cheesesteak melt with extra pickles. Quote, when I was done, I cleaned the grill, collected my ill-gotten sandwich, and rolled on out. Huh? Oh, this guy's hilarious. Quote, I expected I would share it on Facebook. A couple of my friends would see it, like it, comment on it, and it would pass into history as most things I have done. So this guy now is a flooring installer, and he admits he was a little tipsy during the escapade. Quote, he says, I give all the credit to my friend Vodka, Bowen said. I wouldn't normally have done that. Later in the day, he returned to pay for the sandwich, and a Waffle House spokesperson said the sleeping employee was suspended for a week. A statement from the Waffle House said, Our local division manager has spoken to Alex and apologized. For safety reasons, our customers should never have to go behind the counter. Rather, they should get a quality experience delivered by a friendly associate. The Waffle House also offered him a job. <laughs> uh, so you got to love America, man. You know, they, they, they could have, like, taken him to court. They could have, they you know, charged him with trespassing and, uh, you know, who knows what else. And uh, they offer him a job. In a related note, obviously, Alex has some cooking spills, and we'd like to talk to him about a job since we may have something for him, says Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they might have something for him because one of their employees just got their ass canned for sleeping. Um, so there you go, man. That's, that story just cracked me up. Waffle House guy goes and cooks his own meal while the staff is passed out. And it's a good, you know, the good news is, you know, it, it, it could have been someone who was dishonest. It could have been someone, oh, everyone's asleep. Screw the waffle. I'm going to get me a cash register full of money. How about I make me a $20 bill waffle right there? Huh? How about a, how about a $10 uh, pile of $10 bill flapjack right there? So at least this guy was uh, honest and he, all he wanted was to get his eat on, right? So there you go. I just hope next time I go to like a fancy steakhouse, the staff is asleep and I can like whip myself up like some lobster and a nice big fat sirloin and, you know, just do it up large, man. That's what I want. And if they offer me a job, I'll say, hey, no, thanks. I'm full. I need to go home and sleep it off. Harland Highway, crazy news story. Thank you. All right. That was, uh, oh, that, that was, that one warmed me heart. Me sweet Irish heart, it did. 
Uh, I'm going to end the show today with a little a little song. Every now and then I like to uh, hit you guys up with a song. Uh, for those of you that may or may not know, my, uh, my, my beloved cousin, Kevin, is in a little band we call the Bare Naked Ladies. Very talented lad. And uh, he and I make uh, music together. We do little songs together. And I was, I was rummaging around through my files the other day. And I found an oldie but goodie that me, he and I had done. And it's kind of a catchy little thing. It's kind of like a poppy little love song. And I thought it'd be a fun way to end the show, go out on, uh, on a little, uh, little toe-tapping, right? Um, and then on the other side of the song, we'll do some, uh, some announcements. But uh, for those of you that like this song and want to hear more, of our, our, our music and, and our latest round of songs that we just did uh, last year in 2017. We have a new album out called Rattlesnake Love. And if you go into uh, iTunes and just type in Rattlesnake Love or search around on the internet, you can find uh, our latest, uh, I think we have about 10 new songs that we have in the Rattlesnake Love album. So check it out, but this one's just for fun. And this one's an oldie. It's not on the uh, Rattlesnake Love album. It's an oldie but goodie. It's called Never Satisfied. It's just kind of about how how us men and women, when we fall in love or we meet someone or we just never seem to be satisfied. So uh, here it is, The Cousins, Never Satisfied. <laughs> Things dying, and I, I feel so sad. And I've been crying, cause I'm losing the best love I ever had. I tried to pull it together, I tried to make you smile. I lied to myself, cause I'm just never satisfied. In my heart, throughout my soul, the things I said took their toll, and there is no one else. I'm always by myself. I thought that you could be a part of me, but I'm never satisfied. Never satisfied. I'm never satisfied. I'm never satisfied. This whole thing's dying, and I, I feel so sad. I've been crying and crying and crying. Cause losing a true love feels so bad I tried to be there forever I tried to make you mine 
never satisfied. I'm never satisfied. Oh, feels good to sing. I wish I could sing more often. Just up in a tree, on a branch, beside the birds even. Just singing and twittering, like a little blue jay even. Okay, that got weird. Uh, so there you go. little blast from the past. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, let's, uh, let's get to some announcements. Some wonderful, wonderful, juicy, delicious announcements. Uh, let's see. What's going on here, gang? Um, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get into my stand-up comedy special. Um, don't have any, uh, gigs coming up in, uh, the rest of January or February at the moment, but, uh, I do have a one night gig in, uh, Oxnard, California. It's a, it's a weird one. It's a Wednesday night. It's uh, March 7th at this great club in Oxnard, California. That's about an hour North of Los Angeles, right, right, right by the ocean, uh, it's called Levity Live, beautiful club in Oxnard, California. Levity Live, one night only, Wednesday, March 7th, lucky number seven. Uh, it's going to be a great show. I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy and improv comedy. So I'm going to be doing a little bit of sketch comedy uh, with one of the other comedians and stand-up. So it's like it's like a double blaster show, man. It's going to be really cool. And uh, hope you can uh, you can come out for that um, if you're in the vicinity. Um, and who knows? I might even sing uh, "Never Satisfied." You know, maybe if you're lucky. I'm just never satisfied. I'm never satisfied. Okay, enough. Um, <laughs> um, so there's that, and then, uh, and then, uh, what else? What else can I tell you? Uh, like I said, please pick up our uh, our music on uh, Apple Doc, Apple, uh, the iTunes Store. Um, it's called Rattlesnake Love. We have some really cool songs on there. I think you'll like. I think you'll like it. We have uh, we have kind of like a Beach Boys style song. We have like a slow love ballad. We have uh, we have a song about. Um, about kind of like the sad world of suicide. It's a little bit dark. We have a we have a kind of sexy song called uh, "Rattlesnake Love." Is kind of like a sultry, bluesy kind of sexy song. I mean, we got a country song called "Lemonade." I mean, there's all kinds of cool songs on "Rattlesnake Love." So check it out. You can go and uh, preview all the songs on uh, iTunes. And if you hear one you kind of like, uh, download it. Also, don't forget to download uh, Crowd Control 4. That's uh, on my website, harlandwilliams.com, right there on the homepage. Only $3. $3, you know holla, right? You know that old saying. $3, you know holla. Uh, that's that's a good price right there. So I, I hope it brings you lots of laughs, $3 worth of laughs minimum. I think it'll bring you a lot more than $3 worth, but... Uh, Go get Crowd Control 4. Also, um, you can write to me at harlanwilliams.com while you're there. Uh, we have a contact link. You can send me an email or you can uh, phone me and leave me a voicemail like uh, like our little buddy the rabbit did. Right? The rabbit uh, left me a 
left me a voicemail at uh, 323-739-4330, 323-739-4330. Um, yes, indeed. Also, don't forget you can get our free app for your phone. Yeah, man, just go into your app store, type in the Harland Highway podcast. Boom, absolutely free. You get the 50 latest episodes for free. No gimmicks, no hooks. And then if you want all the episodes and we're approaching 1,000, which is a lot, more than most podcasts, uh, it's only $20 a year. And uh, you get uh, you get bonus material. You get all the episodes we've ever made. It's a great deal, man. So uh, please uh, join up for $20 a, week, a year. Thank you to all my premium members. Um, the premium members actually just got a little bonus. They got to hear the new uh, title sequence for the Harland Highway uh, a few weeks before everyone else, about three weeks before everyone else did. These are just the little perks, um, things like that. And by the way, the new title sequence will be coming out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that uh, the first week of uh, February. So uh, say goodbye to the uh, the title sequence we have now on February 5th, uh, which is the first uh, February podcast. The new titles will air. They're always a lot of fun to make, man. I, I put a lot into those, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy the title sequences I put together. Um, and uh, what else? What else can I tell you? Don't forget when you're uh, at the HarlandHighway.com site, we have a store. And I just loaded up the store with a bunch of my hand-drawn T-shirts. Okay, these are T-shirts that I laboriously toil over, but I enjoy doing. And I, I draw illustrations right out of my head, right onto the cloth, right onto the fabric of the T-shirt uh, with permanent markers. And they're one of a kind. Nobody else has them in this crazy world where everyone's into brand names and wearing the same clothes and you know these shirts will definitely make you stand out because there is no duplicate there is no replication they, they are hand drawn right on the shirt itself they take me a while to do um and uh they're really cool looking they usually don't stay in the store very long just be warned so if you see one and you like it grab it they're a little more expensive than your normal shirt but you got to remember, they're basically like living works of art. They're works of art that you can wear around on your chest, and nobody else will have one. Um, and they fade slightly when you wash them, but that's kind of cool. It gives them kind of that kind of lived-in look. It kind of it fade. They fade in well to the shirt. I think they actually it actually looks pretty cool once they the colors settle down a little bit. But it will not go away. It's permanent. And uh, they're really, really cool shirts. So check that out at harlemwilliams.com. Crowd Control 4. Oh, all this stuff. <clears throat> and uh, I will keep you updated as more things come up. So that's all we have for today, gang. Thank you for being here. You're the best. Oh, you're the, oh, oh, oh. You're the best ever. Oh, oh. Um, and that's it. We will uh, catch you next time. And until next time. Chicken chow mein, baby. Hey, what's up, Doc?